What if I want to have sex before I get married? Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Oh, that is too good. Oh, anyway, yes. Uh, okay, we're back, we're back. So welcome to uh, this episode of The Holy Babble. Uh, and as you might have guessed by the title and by that, we're going to be talking about the one and only... Sex. <laughs> sex. I said it. That's it. It's just got a lot more... Controversial. <laughs> Uh, to bang or not to bang? That uh, is, is the, the question. question. <laughs> so today in this episode of Holy Bubble, we welcome you. It's Paulina and Alec. Indeed it is. As always, providing you with very questionable content. And, and light entertainment as Light well. entertainment. <laughs> we hope. Talking, bubbling about all things holy and unholy <laughs> of this <laughs> earth. Uh, and today's qu- subject is the one that is very tricky. It's so tricky. To talk about and explain in a way that it covers all the bases because it's difficult, isn't it? It is. No, no, no. This is this is this is a subject and a half. This one we've we've jumped right in there with a big one here. Yeah, but I think it's it's very important to to talk about about a relationship, especially in like physical sense of it, because we live in the society that is so over sexualized that is just dripping with all this. adult content everywhere we see in like commercials everywhere and we are in this culture that promotes sex as this most it's bu- freeing almost yes yeah, this, yeah. Uh, this age, do what you want you know yeah we have this uh, hookup culture we have netflix and chill culture um sexual freedom seen as a, such a positive thing in modern society uh, and it does clash with the way christianity uh, sees love relationship obviously there is this huge um view on the christianity especially on catholics that we are all prude and we never talk and we never do anything don't touch each other ever but at the same time we all have like dozens of kids because we don't use uh, contraception and all that stuff so it's like it's a bit contrasting view if you yeah. think about it Th- yeah that's true uh, but I think we don't talk about it enough. We, I mean, we don't really talk about and it And especially with young people, it's oh difficult boy. to explain. So we want to nip this in the bud nice and early. Yeah, because, let's be honest, like Catholic view on it is quite restricting and we have very simple rules. It's, it's very difficult yes. as well. It's worth saying that right now, you know. It is difficult. It's, it's, it's a big ask for, for, for a lot of people. But it, there is a reason for it exactly. and there is Absolutely. a reward. Yeah. Uh, and I can tell from my personal experience I am a virgin and I'm proud of it because I don't, I, I, I see people, I see a lot of my friends being in very weird relationships, having all sorts <laughs> weird of Weird was definitely the way to put that. Uh, <laughs> and, and obviously there are good parts of it. There, there is some sort of happiness coming through it, but it's never lasting. It's always ends very quickly very harshly and it's it's very difficult to build relationships in this mindset that the physical part of it is as important or even more important as the spiritual part of it and it's very difficult to build uh, healthy relationships in this modern society that show, uh, that tells us that uh, relationships the physical part is as important or even more important that the platonic relationship itself. And I think Catholic Church 
puts a big emphasis on the discovering yourself and other person before you enter that physical sphere of your relationship. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, I think there's this, the one, the, one I hate, uh, hate's a bit of a strong word, but the, the, the way I just, the one I really dislike is when someone says, well, I have needs. And I'm sort of thinking, oh. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> not, I mean, not no, you don't, but you know, you do. But You do you have know, needs. But the thing I also find quite frustrating in conversation with my like non-believer friends is that we pride ourselves in being so much above animals, that we are so progressed and we are so advanced as a, as a species. And then whenever it's comfortable for us, we always go back to this pure animal instincts as an excuse to for our actions. So we are such an advance in everything, in technology, in culture and everything. But when it comes to basic human nature, we always use it as an excuse to to continue this like lifestyle that is very simple and is like the, the drive to sex, drive to like uh, pursuing people for what they look like. Everything is like, oh, this is just my need. And this is my animal instinct, and I need to follow it. I cannot stop it. And at the same time, we want to see, see ourselves as this, like we have this control over so many other things. Uh, we can control atoms, and we can manipulate DNAs, but we cannot control ourselves, our, ourselves uh, in the most basic things. So the first thing we're going to say is no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, okay, so yes, you can't have sex marriage. That's what the church teaches. And it's a no. It is a no. Um, and, and actually, it it is it is that simple. Um, I see. Actually, but then, then some people say, "Oh, but there's a grey line. What about dry sex? Or what about just messing around a little bit? As long as you know clothes stay on. As long as this happens, surely that's fine." No, it's it's a no. I found a very simple answer to that. The question, like, how far is too far? Uh, if you're questioning, if it's mm. too far, that's too far. Uh, there shouldn't be grey zone. Right. It, it should be black and white. And uh, the more you go into the gray zone of like trying different things and like, oh, it's not really sex, but it kind of is, uh, the more you're putting yourself in danger of going all the way. Uh, we, we, yeah, and again, coming, I've got another, we'll come into that later. Um, okay. like this whole idea of not getting into the ring in the first place. Yes. Is, is, is the whole thing. So As we said bef- in a previous episode about love and relationship, uh, the whole idea of relationship is that you have to meet yourself and God first before you meet other person. And uh, sex is like the most simple expression of love, but it's not the love itself. And uh, we can get very easily just lost in this physical aspect of relationship before we get to know the other person. So the idea of dating and courtship and engagement especially is supposed to be the time that you discover the person uh, outside of the bedroom, outside of the physical aspect, that you spend time discovering their soul rather than their body. And then you're going to have the rest of your life to meet each other physically. You're not marrying the person's body. <laughs> yes. You're marrying the, them. You're marrying their very essence. So That's also very important it's, it's, the key, it's just the key for a good relationship in general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, th- but the reason I say no, 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 no. The reason I say that is because I always find there's a point where you have to say no. Um, sometimes it's your partner will say no. Sometimes someone stops it. But actually, you need to be prepared, and that's why I want to say this. Now. You need to be prepared to say no. 
So if you're sitting down with your partner and you know things might lead somewhere where you they might go in the wrong place, say no right then. Don't yeah. wait until it goes down. Don't wait until you've got into the ring. Just, just say no right there. You have to have that very open understanding between the two of you before you even sit down. You know, if you're ever in an, in an environment where you think you might be uh, led in that way, you just have to say no. And you have to say it the first time you think as well. If you say, oh, no, I'll just try. I just go. We'll just go for a little bit. You know, we'll sit here and cuddle or whatever. And then later on, I'll say no. You know, I don't want to, you know, upset things. No, just just say it then. Just make it very clear what you what you expect. Because even then, if you, you know that you're weak and later down the line, you might not be able to say that. No, just say it then. Yes. First of all, say it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I just remembered a very awkward conversation I had with my friends in my uh, <laughs> t- give a go enjoy this. in my Tinder times uh, when I was like, what is the good time to tell a guy that I'm waiting till marriage? And <laughs> uh, like on a Tinder date, like that you're not getting anything out of this, like physically, that we are here to literally just hang out. And all my friends were just like. You missed the point it's in today. They were like, no, that's not what you do, you know. Like, and I was like, but I don't want to lie to them. No, I no. don't want to give them false we'll ideas. Them but yeah. they were like, you go on the Tinder date with them, you give them, them false ideas. <laughs> I was like, so you have to be uh, very straightforward from the very beginning of your relationship that this is what you are looking for in a relationship or you're not looking for in this case. Mm. And I think that should be always made very clear. But it doesn't make it any easier. Because even if you have two devoted Christians, there's still going to be the desire. There's still going to be different things going in place. That this gonna is, this make is it difficult. where you support each other. This is yes. where you support each other. Because there will be one, there'll be times where one of you is weak and the other is weak. And there'll be even times where both of you are. But it, it's, it's in making sure that that knows clear. Yes. And that you are getting yourself in the best place you can not to go down the route of sin. Yes. Because it's, 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 it's about caring, you know. Um, uh, you, you you love the other person, you, know, that you 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 care about them, you know. So you want to make that promise to them, and you want to keep that. And uh, in, in some ways, if you love them, that should be enough. You mm-hmm. know, by all means, that should be enough to keep you sin free. So but anyway, what would you say to a person who wants to get in a relationship with another person who they know is not waiting till marriage, like they are not Christian or they are not supporting the idea of waiting till marriage? Uh, is it a disaster waiting to happen, or is it worth a try? No, 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 no. It's not a disaster waiting to happen. It's just you know, you need to you, you need to make sure again that you're putting yourself in the position that you can in not, not in order not to sin. So if you make it clear to that person, okay, I'm waiting for marriage, you're not. You know, there's only one way this is gonna. You know, so I need you now to wait. You have to convince the other person to wait. Um, and it's it's almost like if they love you, they will wait. You know, I mean, it's the whole idea of consent. If they don't wait with you, that's yeah. If you don't oh, give them yeah. consent, that's that's the whole another thing. Uh, but I think in but they could still push you, and so it's just making sure at the very start that you are that you are clear. And if they say that I can't wait, then you know, it's just it's, well, it's just a no. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a no again, and yeah. it's 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 a hard no, and it's a very hard no to take. But it, it's a no. Mm. You have to look after yourself. You and, have and to keep you look yourself after safe. your relationship with God, um, yeah. because there, there is this understanding. Okay, so uh, sex before marriage is a, it's one of the is one of the mortal sins. Um, so difference between mortal and venial sins. So just like lying uh, would be a venial sin, but 
in uh, mortal sin is something incredibly serious. Uh, people don't quite realise that, and I think it's actually in understanding the sin itself, which is very important. So a mortal sin completely separates you from God. You put up a wall in between you and God of sin. That's mm-hmm. it. You are literally removing your relationship almost with God. Yes, you can come back from that wall, but only with repentance and only by God's love and only through his grace. So you can come back, but you have literally said, bang, there's a wall. Mm-hmm. So that that's the seriousness of your sin. And so, I don't you know, think many people realize that. I think many people just like, oh, yeah, that's just your dog, that's fine. Uh, and Oh, I'll just go to confession next week. Yes. No, 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 no. I mean, confession cancels out only sin. with Only with true repentance. But if you continue in being that relationship, that it's not a valid confession in a way, and it's it doesn't really matter if you're going to commit the sin, same sin over and over again. And then, as you said, like, there's this whole argument of purity, which we need to look at as well. Okay, so uh, have we said why? <coughs> why? Why say no? Why say no? Why, why say no uh, to someone who, who wants to have sex with you? Because as we said in the previous episode... Uh, the relationship with God should go first before your relationship with any of your partners and anybody else really. Uh, so you have to take care of the relationship with God first. And if mortal sin puts that wall between you and God, that is instantly damaging your relationship with God. So therefore you cannot put your relationship with God in uh, danger for the relationship with person. And there is so many other ways to express love and develop a good relationship outside of physical contact uh, that it's not worth risking. And if, of course, if you're not Christian and you don't care for your relationship with God, that, that whole <laughs> argument doesn't make sense. But looking from standpoint of somebody who believes in God, there is nothing more vital to your soul and to your life and to your whole being than your unity with God. And if you ruin that, Nothing else in your life is going to be right because all your other relationships going to be damaged because you're not going to be in unity with yourself and with God. So uh, basically by taking care of your relationship with God, staying pure for God, uh, you're taking care of your future relationship with that other person. Yeah. And that's the way you can allow this love you have for the other person to fully bloom. That would be my yeah, answer. yeah. Well, so say, like, and, uh, as well, you know, say you're not a Christian. Okay, so we said in the last episode, you need to work out what love means for you. Um, okay, so the, the the main things that people mix up with love are passion and desire. They think because they desire someone or because they're, you know, they're, they're very passionate with someone, that that means they're in love with them. That's not necessarily the case. Uh, and there's actually a really big difference. So sex without love is just passion and desire. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't got that grounding with that person, if you don't truly love that person before you, ha- before you have sex with them, it is, it is completely loveless. They, they, yeah. they call it the act of making love, but it is not. Unless you know, the, the, love is, the love you have to develop with that person through, well, through whatever it is, but you know, through that relationship you have soul to soul, heart to heart, and then the physical nature of that relationship. It, it's, it's a way we express love, but if it's not founded in love, you've got no way of expressing it because there's none there. So it just becomes passionate desire and it's literally empty. And because the way of our brains are wired and because it's supposed to be this act of making love, if you are having sex and it's not with love, it will really mess you up. It's it will really, really destroy what you consider a relationship as and it will destroy sex's meaning for you as well. That's the whole idea of, of the uh, 
the sexual revolution that's happening, that we remove love out of sex and we just have sex for fun. But you cannot remove something that's been programmed in us uh, from the very beginning. Uh, even looking from like science standpoint, like we've been kind of programmed and you can tell that it's like our society messing us up. But even if you want to do this like uh, change to looking at sex as something purely for fun. You cannot do it within one generation. It's a process. And the way our DNA is formed, the way our psychic is formed, we see sex as something that that has to do with relationship, that has to do with bond. Uh, And for women, even more than for men, it has a huge uh, impact on on the way we think, the way we perceive other people, and the way we perceive ourselves. So every relationship, especially every like physical relationship you have, is going to leave an impact on you, whether you realize it or not. And no matter how much you want to repress that and you want to like cut yourself out of it, you are not able to do it because it's imprinted in our very biology. So, for example, all the porn stars and all the people in, like, uh, sex industry, they are so broken because they are putting themselves through so many people that they are not really in a relationship with and that every person that they interact with, they're going to leave the mark on them and they need so much love and there's so much things that have to be fixed within them. But today's society is not telling them that. Uh, It's good that we are not shaming those people anymore, but at the same time, we shouldn't applaud them. We shouldn't tell them that this is something to be proud of. Uh, We should help them to find the real source of love, the real sense of gratification. And there is so much to be done with those people, but this is not the way to do it. And I think today's society is just mixing up this whole idea. You cannot have uh, sex without love because this is very core of who we are and how yeah. we were designed whatever you believe in god or not i have i've i've genuinely seen sex ruin people's lives yeah. you know you, 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 people think uh sex addiction isn't really a thing um it is rampant yes. it is rampant it is everywhere there are so many people out there that are addicted um and it it destroys them it absolutely destroys them. It's the same with porn addiction and everything. It, it it has the capacity to completely destroy your life because it ruins the meaning of love for you. It completely destroys it. And then you're addicted to this thing which is in no, no way loving, um, but it's just destroying you and destroying who you very are because you know, love is at our very core. And when we mess with that, we mess with our very core and we start to break ourselves into bits. And although we may appear fine, um, just as so many porn stars do, you know, as you said, they're always celebrities. They always, you know, um, well, they, you see them everywhere. They, they seem very normal people, don't they? Um, but they are—they are broken inside because they have repeatedly, you know, filled a hole that should be filled with love, with 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 something that isn't, and it broken themselves and break themselves. Anyway, Billie Eilish is told to be very uh, inventive in a way that she presents herself, that she doesn't uh, sexualize herself. Uh, for her image like all the pop stars do right uh, right now they are dressing themselves in certain way and they presenting uh, their art in certain way and the the topics of all like pop songs is the same Uh, and she is like covering herself wearing because she's very young as well Uh, and people see it as something extra extraordinary like this is something never been done before Uh, and I find it quite (laughs) quite funny like we are the rebels 
of uh, the century. Like the people who uh, the people who want to be conservative, they have seen they have been the weird ones right now. Did you did you know um, the Victorians used to cover piano legs because they were considered too randy? Oh wow! That was that. You know, this is this is how far we've come. This is how far we've come in the Victorian era. You know, everything was so modest. They used to cover piano legs because you know it was too. I think that's going too oh, far it in is, the other it is direction. Too far the way, but you know, it's just you know that's that's what we've come from. So this, but it, it's 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 almost like it rebelled one way, and it'll rebel back the other way eventually. But yeah, okay. So let's move on. So let's go. Mm-hmm. How? So how how do you not? do this because actually as we said at the very beginning uh it's it's animalistic we are you know if you okay forget religion what are we made to do we're made really to do three things aren't we and that is eat sleep and have sex yes and reproduce that's they literally are you know three if we're animals that's it so we eat and we need to do that um we sleep you know you can't get away without sleep so sex even from religious perspective the first words that god said to human was Go make babies. <laughs> so it's true. It's true. So this is like this is God's idea. Like this is what we are meant to do, but in the s- right circumstances. And I think uh, the the most basic thing is like don't put yourself in situation when you are faced by temptation. Yeah, I, I, I would almost I'd almost disagree. That's Old Testament, isn't it? Um, and I always think you have to interpret the new, the Old Testament in light of the new. So I would say that. God didn't tell us to just, you know, go forth and reproduce. It was more like God made us to love. Yeah, and that's what I meant. <laughs> the, the tr- the, so the, but then once you're married, the point at which you are actually married, the point at which you actually form that that bond between the two of you is when you consummate the marriage. Well, it's arguable between mm-hmm. uh, theologians, but I I, I I agree with the French um, <laughs> in, the, in that it's it's when it's when it's when you have sex after you're married. That is the most. That is the point. That loving moment where you you join physically is when God joins you at your at your very core. Is when God joins your souls together for this life. It is it can be a reason to annulment of of marriage. Like exactly. marriage without sex is invalid. And if one well, person, well, it's also not married. You know, it's cause you you get married, and one of your marital duties is to reproduce. Yeah. You know, reproduce. So you, you're not you're not. Yeah, you're not only you're not married, you're also not fulfilling your marital duties. So anyway, it's just quite funny, isn't it? Really, fulfill your marital duties, but um, yeah, yeah. So that can be uh, that that shows how important it is, uh, how important that physical bond is to marriage, and that it doesn't really make sense without marriage. So, so in in terms of how, forget the idea that we're that you need to have sex. And bring into yourself and the idea that actually you need to love. And at some point, that love is going to come, hopefully, to sex if you are going to go and get married. But if you don't, then you are just simply called to love. You know, we have priests um, that don't ever, that are virgins their entire lives. And that is an incredible blessing for their ministry. And it's an incredible thing to do. And that is what they are called to. We are all called to love in a particular way. Uh, and it's 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 almost like focus on that, not on the act. So focus on being loving, focus on loving the other person. And then the physical stuff will just come later on. 
don't worry about it don't don't think about it too much and it's an expression later on that you can that you can have if you find someone that you do truly love but if you don't then live in that 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 exceptionally honored circumstance of where you can live your entire life with just love none of that none of none of the none of the acts to go with it but in in true love so the the idea of your life is is love yeah and don't don't build this big image of like sex being like the most important and most fulfilling thing because it's not and again the society <laughs> the old big scary society is telling us uh, that it it is the most fulfilling thing that is the best thing and that's the most important thing to experience but it's not it's it's been built up to this huge humongous deal and at the same time of being something so casual everybody should do it that we think like we have just like we have to do it we have to think about it we have to talk about it but it's really not that big of a deal well, like when you look to the very basic physics of it. It's a very simple task to do. And it shouldn't be put on this pedestal that it's the most important achievement of your life. And you have to uh, leave your life looking towards only this as your only goal. So uh, I won't give this person's name away, but um, I wonder if you'll mind me sharing this. Uh, I guess no one else knows. Um, so, uh, so uh, but very much of my understanding of this whole thing is actually through my friend's relationship. Uh, so I knew him for, uh, for a while, um, for a few years I lived with him, uh, and he told me how he lost his virginity one night. Uh, and he was he was telling me the story and how he you know he really liked this girl and uh, he waited the whole night, tried to talk to her, um, was was you know getting on really well, you know, uh, uh, and then it came to the end of the night and he he was like, I'm going to lose my virginity tonight. Um, and so, but she disappeared. Uh, and this girl that he really liked had disappeared. So what he did was he just simply found another girl who he just talked to, I don't know, for like half an hour, took her up to the upstairs bathroom, did the business, came back downstairs. And there was the the woman that he was, you know, waiting for, was just sitting there waiting for him to come back. And he'd gone and gone upstairs, lost his virginity to this to this girl that he I, I, you know, that he he knew but didn't really know. It wasn't really interesting mm-hmm. until he because w- he was determined that he was just going to lose his virginity. And I think with lads, it's a huge thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's almost a rite of passage. You're almost expected, and you're constantly asked. You know, uh, about your previous relationships, about previous experiences. You know, the whole thing of gentlemen never tell is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, gentlemen do tell <laughs> nowadays. I do anyway. Well, not true gentlemen, I guess. Um, but it, I, you know, I heard that story, and it made me so sad. I just, I was absolutely, I was just, I felt so sorry for him. You know, this, this, this thing that I was taught, you know, is very, is all, you know, is, is in some way that the height and is, is something to be um, cherished. And there he was. You know, he just got that experience just because. You know, we, as guys, we're very curious, uh, and we're sort of brought up to this this way of of thinking. Um, so yeah, that was it. Was really sad, sad for me actually. Uh, and he got nothing out of it. He didn't. Well, you know, he, I suppose he lost virginity, but you know, it was it was a meaningless experience for him. And I felt really sad. I felt really, really sad. Um, anyway, I think this pressure is very difficult. We we have this like um, almost virgin shaming. When if somebody is yeah, is yeah. not interested or if somebody is not proactive in that area, they're gonna be looked. At the same time, like if you're too young, they're gonna be like, oh, if you if you start too young, people are gonna be like, oh, oh my god. And then if you if you wait too long, at the same time, it's like, oh, she's still not doing anything. Like it's it's very slippery slope. Like you cannot really do it right. 
unless you do it in a Catholic way. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just the whole thing. Like lads, just don't get peer pressure. Just, just, just ignore it. There is absolutely no problem not having sex. And actually, when you grow up and you get older, you'll realise it's a beautiful thing that you've saved yourself for. Um, so ig- ignore. You know, please don't do, don't you know, don't give yourselves away um, like that, please. Anyway, so we've got a few situations, uh, a few different people that we thought we were going to aim aim this at. So the first one is, okay, so what if you think you're fine? So what if, say, you're in a Christian relationship or a Catholic relationship at the moment, and you never even think about it? You and your boyfriend maybe, you know, kiss once uh, or twice, you know, and then you'll leave each other. You never stay in the same house, you know. You are perfect, you know. Uh, so what if you're in 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 that in that scenario? Number one, you don't exist. Um, <laughs> or you are like I like and you <laughs> live in different country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's four thousand miles between you. That sort of sorts it out. Um, but so yeah, number one, you don't. Re- well, you probably don't exist. But if you are in a place where you think, I would say actually, if you are in a place where you're you're happy and you are in that area of relationship where you have a complete understanding between the two of you, that's absolutely fine. Crack on. Don't worry about it. In a way, but then if it does come up later on and you start to slip down the slope then come back and visit it. But make sure, so long as you've got that clear understanding between the two of you at the beginning, yeah, you shouldn't really have a problem. Just be alert. Yeah, just, and if you, if you've, the, the classic that I find is where people have too much to drink. Oh, yeah. And they come back, that, that's, that's, uh, that's, yeah. If you're going to make a mistake, I'd say that's probably the, the time you're going to make it. So find, like, your weak spots, what makes you more vulnerable, more easy to fall into temptation, and avoid that. Next one, next lot of people. Okay, so what if, say, you are struggling with it? So say you're in a relationship, uh, things have been a little bit physical, um, you haven't had sex you or whatever, but you are struggling in terms of not going there. You know, it feel, mm-hmm. you feel like the relationship is pulling you there. Um, or even outside of relationships. Yeah. If you're, like, dating people and, like... And you feel pressured or you're, you're, just, you're just tempted, should we say? Yeah. Yeah. You're asking me? I don't oh, know. Oh, right. I mean, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. it's, 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 so you need to come back to yourself. Um, and I think actually setting up a line for yourself is really good. So what is the point where you're going to say no? Where is too far for you? Um, and then having that. That's very tricky, though. Because, it is. It is. Uh, because if you set the line where is too far for you, you will be able to move that line back and forth. Uh, I think it's... Uh, should we put the line down? Should we put the line down? Where would you say the line is, Pauline? Asking me. Oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, like, all physical stuff? The moment things, ta- the moment things take sexual undertone uh, from just, like, simple kissing, which can be just, like, expression of, of affection, uh, but can be innocent in a way... Uh, you clearly know when things start, when the hands start to wander and the things start <laughs> to get like a bit like, mm, when, when other people shouldn't see it. If you, if you wouldn't do it in front of your, your parents, your mother, yeah, that's the one. Then that's it. Unless, yeah. and if you have very liberal mother, <laughs> uh, then, then if you wouldn't do it in front of my mother, if Virgin Mary would be unhappy with you, then, you know, you probably, yeah. I, I, I I think you've hit the nail on the head. I, so I always, I always say uh, it's the point at where love turns to passion and desire. 
Yes. Uh, so when you are no longer, yeah, you are no longer doing it out of affection or anything mm-hmm. like that, and all of a sudden you're starting to get, you know, that is it. That's the bang. No. There's no point trying to get all handsy, trying to <laughs> get all like different things. Oh, it's not really sex, but it kind of is. Um, because it's all coming from the same desire. That's it. So Your love has changed. Into yes. So Change. if it's coming from like this uh, want to be with somebody physically, uh, even if you don't express it fully in going like all the way, you're still playing with the idea and you're just putting yourself in danger of going all the way. If not this time, the next time. Because once you try it once, you're going to keep going oh, further and further so and further. And That's once it. you're in that space that you're so intimate with a person, especially if you have like this romantic connection with them, it's going to be very difficult to pull back and, and like be like, oh no, that's enough. Like you, you, your hand went like two centimeters too, too, <laughs> too, ba- too much south and we, we finish in that. It's not going to happen. You, you can lie to yourself that it's going to be like you're going to have control when before that happens but when you're in the situation you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what is happening with the other person and it's just too tricky to control it you, you shouldn't put yourself in that situation in the first place because you're only asking for trouble Spot and on. and it is tempting it, <sighs> is, it, it, it looks and attractive it feels natural it feels um, natural but you just got to fight it yeah you just got to fight it there's no other way of putting it you just yeah, you just have to fight it. And it's not easy, but you just have to fight it. And if you struggle with that kind of um, intimacy, try to find different ways to express your love and affection don't, to other person. Don't put yourself in that position. Just uh, don't. don't invite somebody from Netflix and chill. Uh, <laughs> hang out with like other friends as well. Uh, tr- if, you, if you really cannot be with somebody uh, one-to-one without putting yourself in that danger, let's say... Uh, don't stay one-to-one with that person. Go out with other friends, meet other people, go in public places. Uh, don't don't put yourself in a situation where when you feel like you have to struggle. You've got to recognise your own weakness. Um, so if you know in a particular day or you're feeling a little bit excited or, you know, uh, sometimes uh, you're, I don't know, you went out and if you're a, if you're a, if you're a guy, you know, she's worn a lovely dress and you've you know you've been very attracted to her or something like that and you know that then say no to yourself and when she invites you in when you take her back home after your date or whatever say no i'm gonna go home you know th- th- she's not gonna think any worse of you she's absolutely not gonna think any worse of you she's not gonna think you're turning her down or anything like that you know don't overthink it just say no okay and that's one more thing go for it. um when you're a girl or a guy really um if you're in a relationship and you want to help your significant other, modest wear. Yeah, that's very it's true. It's very helpful because, like, if if it's it's good to want to look good for somebody, but it's very clear when you when your clothes are sending one message and your <laughs> mouth is sending the other message. So don't say like, "Are we waiting until marriage?" But then wait, wear something that says like, "I don't want to wait." Mini skirts. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's good. That's a great one actually. Um, okay, so the last one's a tricky one. So this is probably the majority out there, um, unfortunately. Um, so what if you've already had sex? So what if you've already banged? Uh, you're at this point, uh, but you do really love that person, and you, or you 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 just you know you you want you want to do what God wants for you, and so you want to stop. The beautiful thing about purity is that it is able to rebuild 
is very difficult uh, to kind of regain it and uh, rebuild it. Uh, but it is possible with God's grace. And first step, obviously, is um, to make a decision, constant decision with your partner or with yourself if you're not seeing one specific person, uh, to stop, go to confession, um, have honest confession, repent for your sin, and decide from now on, I'm doing better. Talk to God about it. Yeah. Talk to God about it. He wants you to stop. He wants you to stop. He wants to help you. Yeah. How, uh, ask Mother Mary for help. She's a pro. Well, but she knows her stuff. In terms of chastity as well. Yes. Yeah, she and knows her stuff. Uh, Saint Joseph. And there's so many saints that are dedicated. Um, so many like Saint Virgins that are, are um, their specialty is to help people. Uh, in Ma- that Maria Goretti, absolutely fantastic one. If you can look up that story, uh, attempted rape, fights oh, him yeah. off, dies. Um, forgives him and he then returns to the church after she dies. Uh, fantastic story, actually. Yeah, it's the same uh, Karolina Kuskovna in Poland. It's the same kind of story. Uh, people, people who die for their purity. That's right. That's right. It's quite uh, a few. Those yeah. saints, they will help you with the struggle. Uh, their example will. You are not alone in this battle. I think it's very important to open up about this kind of struggle. It is a taboo, uh, but the moment you start talking, uh, find a friend understands that uh, and start talking with them you will find out that so many people struggle with that and so many people find themselves unhappy with the way they they live their relationships um and so many people want that support so you can help each other out try to figure out uh, the proper way to love somebody the proper way to have the relationship that's going to be really fulfilling both for both of you and it's going to help your relationship with god and God's gonna bless that. He's gonna. He wants to help. He's waiting because if you live in that uh, relationship uh, or you live this kind of lifestyle uh, that you are living in the mortal sin, you are uh, away from God. Yeah. Uh, but He's still waiting on the other side. Still waiting for you to like just come to Him, and He wants to help. In Jesus' own words, it's not the healthy that need a physician. It's the it's the sick. It's not. It's not the the pure. It's not the um, the holy that need Jesus. It's not them that need God. It's the sinners. When, so when he wants. He's there for you in your moments of sin. That's exactly what he wants to help you with. It's uh, the the famous scene when they bring the woman to him who was a prostitute, and he doesn't uh, kill her. He doesn't throw a stone <laughs> at her. Uh, he says to her, "Go and don't sin." <laughs> that's all he says that's all all he wants it's very simple on the surface it's very difficult to do um but he will help you and that woman um allegedly uh went with jesus and she was one of the women that accompanied him some people say that was a mary magdalene i don't know if that's correct <laughs> uh but uh you have to stay you have to go with him and and he will help you, and mm. he will change that, and he will help you um, turn that kind of uh, difficult relationship with both with other person and with God into something good. Yeah. So I have two, um, I guess, two things that I'll I'll, I'll share. Uh, the first one's a bit of pearl of advice. Um, so I, I don't know if I, I've shared this before. But I'm in a long distance relationship. Uh, I'm engaged and I get married in October. Uh, and the first time my now fiance came over to stay with me, obviously uh, she hasn't really got a place to stay, so she stayed in my house. Now, before she came over, 
<laughs> her mum talked to me and was like, please, whatever you can do, can you find her? Can you not sleep in the same house? And I was a bit like, oh. So she was like, you know, have you got any friends that would do it? Uh, and the, the, the very much difficulty in this country is that people do not have big houses. They do not have space. Um, and I'd only, I'd only just moved back home. And so my friends were over the place. Uh, long story short, I looked into a lot of things but couldn't find anywhere else for her to sleep. So I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, we'll just sleep in the same house. It'll be totally fine. Um, it was fine. But I can tell you right now, it was not as easy as it could have been. Uh, and I did hundred percent get in the ring you know i got in the ring with temptation and yeah that no is not an easy no to say sometimes and yeah especially when you you know the person's only going to be with you for two weeks and then you're not going to see them again for another three mm-hmm. four months so yeah that's one piece of advice if you ever have to if you're ever considering sleeping in the same house so not in the same bed at all but even in the same house you know you, you might think that's a really um you know, you might think that's a bit over the top, but actually it will really help you um, because, yeah, you, you do. You get in the ring and it's 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 harder because yeah. everyone goes to bed. You're left downstairs uh, and yeah, it takes uh, it takes a lot then to 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 say no. But anyway, and there's another. So one thing I was sort of going to leave, leave on is so. I somehow have remained a virgin throughout my life. Um, I had some wild years, um, but God brought me through those. Uh, not by my own will, I hate to add, but it was it was very much by that. So my thing that I'll leave you on is it, you your 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 purity. You don't keep by your own will. You know we are all weak. It is God who will support you and help you keep your purity. Um, there are many times where I have been weak and would have done silly and stupid things I would have regretted and God has stopped me doing them. He has put physical things in my way and he has stopped me from doing them. And I cannot tell you how happy I am now. That I can he did relate that. to that. I can relate to that yeah. as well because I can see uh, God's finger in my life in that area specifically. Exactly. Uh, he made me very awkward uh, in certain <laughs> areas of like talking to people that... Uh, although I was very easy to like follow the crowd, I never actually did. And I'm exactly. very grateful because I know if I was met with right person at the right time, I would fall into sin very easily just of this want to be accepted and to be loved. Uh, and it would be so easy to just fall for it. And definitely God helps and he, we, we wouldn't be able uh, to stay pure without him. Uh, but as as much as with every other thing, we do everything through God. That's it. Um, yeah, you don't you don't you don't stay away from any sin uh, without God without God's grace. Um, yeah, oh, but there's no sin that's gonna uh, absolutely cut you off from God because He's always waiting for you to come back and He's always ready to embrace you and show you a true love and le- learn and and teach you how to love properly yourself and other people. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, uh, another one that is a bit different. Um, I always find people think, "Oh, God is just going to forgive me." Okay, you have to remember that yes, God is forgiving, but He is also just, and so He will do what's best for you. Um, and of course, He will forgive you, but He He might not make your path easy sometimes. And know. one one of the rules of the forgiveness is that you have to actually regret what you did. True and the moment you say like, "Oh, whatever," He will forgive me. Do you actually regret what you're doing? That's the key thing because if if you just like treating that as something like very very light every time you sin you hurt god because god loves you with the perfect love so every sin we do uh whatever it's a sexual sin of our any other it's a wound to god's heart uh 
and we don't realize that very often that he is a person who loves us truly from the moment we've been created even before that uh, to the end of eternity and our earthly relationships are pretty much only on this earth we don't know how they're gonna look in heaven um so if there is one person we should really care about is god and relationship with him and uh, to put that him above our earthly relationships can be very difficult because we don't see him physically uh, but it's gonna bring such great fruits that are gonna impact our earth relationships as well so uh, yeah lads and ladies we implore you please wait for marriage it and is such a blessing and if you struggle look for help because there is so much help out there there is so many people you can turn towards there's so many saints you can pray to they're gonna help you because there are great fruits coming from purity and it's a great it's a great fun we're having fun yeah in our oh. virgin club <laughs> oh that's right oh that's right well, you, you learn to love in a more full way and be proud if you are a virgin, if you are staying, uh, saving yourself for marriage, be proud of that. Because we live in a society that is trying to shame people who live their their faith, uh, who who live in a way that is um, still subscribed to this like conservative point of view. And there is nothing shameful in being true to yourself, in in wanting to love in the way God designed us to love. Brilliant. Oh, perfect. Um, and, and if you have any questions, um, we've got, I've got plenty of stories on this uh, <laughs> of people who've either got it wrong or got it right. So um, I, can, I can give you plenty of horror stories as to why it's a good thing to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you want any help, please just get in touch because um, this, is, this is a really tricky one. And yes. it, it is easy. It's not easy because, yes, you are fighting one of your almost instincts here. Um, but if you choose love and you want the fullness of love, which is what God wants for you, then you do need to fight this one. Yeah. So, yes, good luck. Um, but if you need anything at all, please get in touch. Yeah, we're going to keep praying for you. And um, let us know if you want us to talk more about this kind of subject. There is so much more to talk about in the area of relationship and like all that good stuff. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to keep keep bubbling around about it oh yeah but that's gonna be it for this episode of holly bubble yeah Uh, please follow us on social media holly (laughs) underscore bubble and thank you so much for listening in um, and we'll see you hear you (laughs) in the next episode just in the face you just made that it was good bye